0: Hey everyone. Thanks for watching the Get Your Mind Right Podcast. I'm Brian Mendenhall, President and CEO of Family First Life Center Division. Guys, please like, comment, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or any other place you watch your podcast. Enjoy, guys. Thanks for watching. Thank you for watching the Get Your Mind Right Podcast, guys. We have two special guests today. We have Gabe and we have Caleb from FFL 320. How you guys doing? you great, man. Doing awesome. Good to be here. Y'all are so like so. When I first heard you guys talk, I'm just like, I love these guys. Like, y'all are so mellow and relaxed and calm, <laughs> but seem like you get so much done, which is amazing. <laughs> so, hold on. So, I was talking over your applause, just so you know. You had a little applause in the beginning. It was like shh. the crowd went wild, but you we were talking over it. So, all right. I appreciate y'all getting on, man. Um, Y'all are one of the fastest growing with, with our company right now. Um, you guys do a lot of warm market. Um, the name of this is called the Get Your Mind Right podcast. And I want to I want to kind of talk about wrapping your mind around warm market. Talk about wrapping your mind around not just going out and winning at a high level by yourself. Because I did that for a long time. I got to be honest. I was a secret agent. I went out and helped 500 plus families a, a year and nobody knew like what I was doing. And I wasn't out talking to family, talking to friends, giving this opportunity to people where people were probably praying for an opportunity and I was selfish. So I kind of want you guys to talk about that and then kind of spin it whatever way you want because what you guys say is always golden if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, Gabe, take it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd say, um, you know, it's real simple, Brian. You know, it's, it's honestly exactly what you said um and then just simply sharing it with other people you know there's so many the insurance industry so often gets cast as a mlm you know right because you know the comp with so many other agencies is so low you have to stack and the override is high so you have to bring in a lot of people stack it high you know you're broke until you get enough broke people under you <laughs> to, oh, uh, to, to where you're not broke so you so, get, so to bring people in you can't talk to them about that you you have to cast this giant vision, you know, for what it could be if you brought enough people in what this could be in a year, two years, three years. But with this, it just made FFL, Sean, Mike, so many people, you know, yourself going forward, showing us how it to be, could be done, made it so clear to where I was just like, hey, Matt, hey, Mindy, hey, I, I go out, I spend this much on leads, I help this many families, this is how much I made. And that's all I did. I was like, this is, this is what I do for a living. I didn't have to cast any giant dream or vision or anything crazy to try to help them see past all the stuff that didn't make sense. Like being broke and not having leads or being really low comp, you know? And it just, it it was, it was really simple. Like that was honestly the simplest part I think of our agency growth. That's
0: awesome. Caleb, I want, I want you to go over the same thing if you wouldn't mind.
2: No, yeah, I think I, I would hit it from a different angle because um, really we're talking about that power of warm market, right? And um, when then when you come on the building side, Brian, at the same time, we think of warm market for sales and agents. So that's awesome. But at the same time, you know, I think what we joke now and call it the dream team at our office for our staff, it's all warm market. There's only one person that wasn't directly from Gabe and I warm market and she came a warm market of one of our warm market. So like all our people in also at the office now. um, I'm not saying it's always perfect, but they trust us, they love us because they know who we are. And now they're a friend of yours that they're seeing what you went through to get an office. You know they've been with us many of them since day one at the little office with the tore up carpet. Mm -hmm. Now (laughs) to the new place that it's like phenomenal and beautiful, and it makes them believe so much in what we're doing and an actual part of, you know, of now I'm actually a part of this organization. I've been with this since the beginning. And not only that, but the owner is my friend, you know, I know him. So the warm market is such a powerful tool because then your cold market comes in and sees this amazing thing you have. And now, you know, we have cold market people investing into recruiting, into growing, into leads and and on the building side as well. So it's just such a powerful tool that sometimes we also forget to look past only also the sales agents. Um, to also how much more it brings into your organization and the structure of everything.
0: Gabe, can I ask you, so I know you're consistently in the field, correct? Correct. Can you talk to me a little bit about what that looks like for you as far as a schedule, what it looks like for you as far as how you protect your dial time? Like Those type things are very important. And with this being the Get Your Mind Right podcast, a lot of agents are watching this just looking for some kind of direction. Sure, sure. So again, I think my motto
1: always, in any part of the business is just keep it as simple as you can. And just like obviously, you know, Brian, you were a personal trainer, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're often talking to people, I knew a couple personal trainers, they're always trying to get people to be really good at compound exercises, that can kind of, you know, do a couple different things at once. And uh, the way I think about it, when it comes to dialing and working in the field, if you're building, um, you can accomplish a couple different goals at, at once. So now at this point in my career, I don't think I'll ever be in the field again if an agent isn't next to me. You know, so because it just doesn't make any sense. Like I'm going out, I'm trying to build. But they could I could spend eight hours with an agent on the phone trying to give them, you know, what I could give them, why they could just be in that seat next to me in the car and just watch me talk to clients, watch me answer phone calls from agents in the home and they hear our answer to those so i feel like i just put months of training into that time same exact thing with dialing you know if you're going to be dialing leads anyway you might as well be doing it in front of an agent and so i think that's something that i wasn't always able to do fully you know back you know last year there would be days where caleb told me hey Payroll's coming out Monday and it's not in the account. It's Thursday. You need to go to work. <laughs> and so I would go out there and just hammer it, you know, to make sure the bills were paid. But even now, so much can be accomplished compound, you know, because I'm going to do an activity that's good for our business anyway. But then I get to do it with an agent. And I think everyone knows that's the best way to teach somebody.
0: That's so good. That's so good. So if I go back to like a long time ago, I've actually taken some agents out in the field when I used to go out and I found myself like not shortcutting anything, like staying on top of everything where when I'm by myself and, you know, everybody gets lazy. You do it in and out every day, 30 appointments a week. And it's just like you start skipping steps. But when you got someone, you're on your best behavior and you're like, I don't want to mess this up for them. And then I'm finding myself like, I'm pretty good. I'm, this is pretty good. You know, like, not like that, but like I, I wanted them to get the best experience. And I think that people would kind of trick themselves into that being the result. Even if you get go ahead, I was just going to say backing up hundred percent, what you're saying, my best
1: days in the field have been with an agent, uh, shattering me. So I, my biggest day in the field ever was 15 K and I did it with a new agent sitting there right by me watching
0: and looking. Hold on, let's stop. Let's stop that. Let's stop that. We're going to go back. So say I copy that and then go back into it. Your best day in the field was helping 15 agents go. Fifteen oh, clients.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my, my best day in the field was helping 15 families. And um, I did that with an agent right next to me. You know, awesome. and I think with that compulsion to like you said, like I can't slack off. Someone's <laughs> right there. I can't say anything. You know, I got to be right on yeah. uh, point with everything I'm saying, because they're going to take this and then do
0: it in the field when they're helping families. So you, you said something that stood out and it was pretty cool. You were like um, you had like you struggle. You were getting like your teeth kicked in, you know, and you had an agent with you. And it's powerful that they need to see that that, that actually happens, too. Guess guess what? Yeah, I can go out and help 500 plus families in a year, but I suck sometimes too. I get beat down. Sometimes I have no shows. Sometimes I have one legers. Sometimes people just tell me no, but guess what? I still help 40 families this month. You can right. do the same. That's, that's pretty powerful, man. 100%. That's, that's exciting. So Caleb, do me a favor. Talk to me about, because you guys are about giving. You guys are about serving. You guys are about paying it forward. If you look family first life central we talk about pay it forward we're real big on that you're big on it too and when it comes to recruiting we need to do better we literally have the best things smoking we pay the high we have so much stuff going for us can you talk to us about how you talk to a new agent or someone that has been around for a while and just talk to them about recruiting and why it's so important Cause there's literally 1.9 million people out there that don't work with us. We only have 18,000 of them. How can we get more? What do you say to people?
2: Yeah. I think that the biggest key to what we do, Brian, is a lot of people do that, right? They come and ask me about recruiting in a sense. or they ask Gabe in a sense. And the most important factor of what we do is that when someone comes into your organization, okay, whether it's FL 320, FL central division, you know, we have a culture Uh, in family first life. You know, we give the best comp. We're all about the agent. But then at the same time, when they come into your team, what we at the beginning started doing that we weren't even realize, I would say 15 months ago was that we were setting a culture that it wasn't the magical moment. Wasn't I picked up the phone and I called John to start recruiting. The magical moment was when they walked into our team everything we did was about doing it all together that when we had to pick up the phone and say are you going to want to recruit it was an easy close or an easy conversation because we've been doing that since the beginning that we do everything together Mm -hmm. so i think that like what gabe just said so he takes the agent on the field he's talking to them he's He's really having them believe in themselves, helping them, coaching them, talking about me, praising me also. And Caleb's at the office. He does great. Then when they come in, I help them with their administration. You know, Do, do you know what your profitability is? Do you know how many dials? Are you, are you organized with your tracker? Like, are you organized with this? And I praise Gabe. Gabe's in the field. He also can help you close. So that by the time that we come to talk to them about recruiting, Brian, they've been warmed up with the process of everything that we have done. So then it's actually not a conversation where I call them directly. Gabe and I have always, we fly them in, we take them out to eat together, and then him and I are like, right, here's what we think you need to do. We know you, we believe in you, and this is what we think you need to do to take your business and team to the next level with putting money into recruiting. And then on top of that, if you do that, I'll help you manage your staff. You know, because in the FFL 320 organization, you know, there are – We were just, I was going over the numbers last night late. There's over 29 people involved in administration and recruiting, whether it's the wife of that agent that's helping him run his profitability or his calendar, you know, anybody that's doing work in this organization to make it grow. It's so important to talk to them because I was talking to an agent that his wife was helping him with a couple stuff. Now she just committed to do 25 to 30 hours of part-time work for his team. And that's all. Cause I got on a zoom call with them to help them organize their 10 hours. And then ended up her saying like, I think I can really help him get bigger if I do 25 hours. That's so great. I think that it's just a constant flow of when someone comes in, we love them at the beginning. You make them believe in themselves. And I think I'll say that to end. That, I think that's really what it is. You know, if all we preach is go and help protect families, we're the best at that already, I, I believe. But I think the next level of family first is also how do you become a business owner that you believe in yourself, that you're willing to throw everything back in and bet in yourself that you can grow something. And that takes coaching, relationship, love, you know, discipline. And sometimes with chargebacks or things like that, you know, so it's, it, it's a whole nutshell that we do through relationship. We believe in them, help them spend time with them. Like Gabe's on the field. Then they respect and love us. And then when we ask that question of recruiting, they're willing to say, what do I need to do? Let's do
0: it. I love it. So, and anybody can answer this. It's up to you guys, but I'm a new agent. I've come on board. I've figured out how to protect my dial time. I figured out how to invest in leads and I figured out how to help 20, 30 clients a month, okay? Um, and, and once I figured that out, and a lot of people might be watching this and don't know exactly like how the money works, but I'll, I'll just say, we do pay the highest in the industry going up to 145%. On average, if uh, if it was a hundred percent, let's just say you're helping a family, the average monthly payment being $84, right? Times 12, it's about a thousand dollars for the year. That's, that's what I would say. So if I'm helping 20, 30 families a month, you do the math, whatever, but I'm still nervous about investing in staff. What are you saying to me about investing, reinvesting back into my business? Because you just said investing everything. If you're talking to me and I don't have any business acumen, I've never run a business. I come from the gym industry and I've never really made money like what I'm doing now. And I try to hoard it away and just save it. Can you talk to me about why it's important to have staff and what that would do for me?
2: Yeah. Um, I, you know, and actually just came through that situation. We were talking to a young married couple. I think the first thing is you got to meet everyone where they're at because yeah. it's not the same plan for everyone, because even though it's the same belief of believing yourself, we got the leads, go help 20, 30 families. Like you said, that gives you X amount of income, but then at the same time, everyone's, you know, skill of handling money is different. And Brian, you know this, in our industry, retention is a big problem. We're so good at bringing people through the door, but sometimes the exit door is bigger. So one of the things is meeting them at where they're at to being able to have the conversation of, all right, man, so if you do want to grow, if you want to grow an organization and have a big team, um, you know, what does that look like for you on your personal budget of things? You know, because Gabe and I preach that we pay ourselves X amount of dollar a week, you know, less than a thousand bucks a week that we pay ourselves when we were wanting to grow. But we could do that because, you know, we were debt- Free. We made sure we didn't go rent, you know, two BMWs to just drive around because we, you know, we did things that helped us get to where we needed to be on the investment side. So you got to meet everyone where they're at and then just be real with them, man. You know, they're people. So help them, even if it's a budget. Hey, man, what do you need for your family? This couple, we said, what do you guys need for your bills? And then let's work from there and start the process because then they see, okay, this person's actually. Caring for me, they're interested. It's not just give me your money. It's how can we help you get better in the future? You know, what do you need for your family now? What are you willing to sacrifice to invest a little bit more? And then from there, you break down the numbers. I think with this couple, they could have done close to 5000 a month. So now when you do that and the numbers make sense to them on paper, then you can say, okay, I think you should get a part-time admin and a full-time recruiter. It looks like you can afford these two. We'll help you manage them. I don't know if there's anything you'd add to that.
1: I think the only thing I would add is everything you said there was great is maybe a little bit changing the mindset, Brian, like you said, once you're, you're never, you're not used to making this kind of money, having this kind of income come in, you start realizing your time legitimately, like people say it time is money or my time is valuable, but for most of our lives, our time really wasn't that valuable, right? Like if you're out, <laughs> you know, when I was, you know, at yeah. rock, you know, 15 bucks an hour my time was worth 15 an hour so that's you know that's there's a a small cap on but you know here when you're helping you know 20 30 families you know maybe sometimes a week you know and that's translating to a really healthy income you being on the phone with the carrier for two hours to change uh you know help change a beneficiary or payment information, (laughs) that's not making you money, you know, you, you know, setting up something in your structure for recruiting or like on the, on the line with them, isn't making you money. Those are things you could pay someone to do and it would cost you way less than taking your time away from what are actually money-making activities. So I think just protecting those money-making activities, that's the easiest thing I think that helps someone not familiar with running a business, help kind of understand why could they, cause they think they're saving money being on the phone, not paying an admin, but when you yep. actually get everything out on paper,
0: you're really losing a lot of money. It's, it's, I asked the question for a reason, because it's been one of the things that I'm, you know, working to get better at helping people understand. And it's, it gets frustrating. Cause I'm looking at them where they could double and triple their income. If they weren't worried about the small mundane things that somebody else could do. You guys hit it on the head so i am an agent i might be going through a rough time struggling what are you going to help me with and tell me that i need to so how am i going to keep my mind right how do you keep your mind right and how do you coach agents to keep their mind right when they're going through the tough times
1: i'd say the main thing i don't like caleb add to this uh is you got to keep activity right is number one i think because you know this from any area of life whether it be you know your body your mentality emotions relationships business um there's going to be days you don't feel like doing the things you need to do and discipline says you do them anyway so i think the main thing that i coach people to do is hey the one thing that we know you can control is your activity. So when it comes to a dial day and putting in four, five hundred, maybe six hundred dials when you're getting very, you know, the cheapest leads you can and you're hitting them the most because you really need to see the biggest ROI. I tell them sweat equity is free. (laughs) And that one thing you can't control how many, um, you know, people answer. You can't control always how many people book. You can get better, increase your skill, but you can't control your activity. Same thing out in the field. Like after when you're out there, I can't control, you know, if this person porches me or no shows me, or if this person, you know, was healthy enough to buy Money to buy, but I can't control when that does happen going out and door knocking or hitting the phones again. So I think making the focus on the things that you can control is probably my biggest key to a new agent struggling. What would you say yeah,
2: no, case? I think that to, to what Gabe said, it's so powerful. And when you also add a sense of, okay, so like the mindset of success, Brian, right? I think the reason life is an ebb and flow is because how, it's how people face adversity. If we would all have success day after day after day after day, then everyone's good, right? Cause you're having success. You're good. You're, that energizes you naturally. But I, if you truthfully, we really understand that your failures in this business are part of your success to go where you need to go. That's going to help your mind to keep moving. Because for Gabe and I, the months that it was like, oh, we barely paid payroll. We barely did this. We were struggling. Then we got it to us. We kept going because we knew that was part of success. Why? Cause we had talked to Ivan. We were talking to you, Brian. We were talking to Mark Mead. We're talking to all these people that went through those days of failure because and they knew that's part of my success. So, I feel like for a local agent that understands, look, when you have the chargebacks, when you lose that first staff member, when you feel like you have no idea what you're doing, that's part of your success. And you just got to keep moving. I think sometimes people just isolate themselves and they feel like everything I'm doing is a failure. So, I'm going to stop mm-hmm. instead of really connecting with those people that are at where we want to go. And uh, that helps a lot.
0: Man, that's so good. Guys, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. I appreciate you guys more than you would ever know you guys are world class man killing it at a high level and hey, if i want to find you guys where where would i find you
1: instagram facebook <laughs> instagram facebook give me a call 219-775-4097 and um, don't same, email me email kayla yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the same thing 219-779-5260 hit us up give us a call facebook instagram let us know we're here to help and um, we got an office in northwest indiana 30 minutes from Chicago. So let us know. And uh, we're, we're here to help. I pre we appreciate you, Brian. Thanks for all the help you've done. Guys. Thank you, man. See you guys later.